What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Blasphemous Reviews. We'll do it live! Fuck, Fuck it. it! Right? Episode 9. This is our Christmas special. Uh, we're really happy to be doing this. Um, as you can see, we got a nice little makeshift... What call... What, what, I don't know what you'd call decor? it. Decor? Um, uh, background? Christmas decor background? Um, background? Set? Would it be a set? Set design? Set? Yeah, set design. We'll try to make it sound as professional as possible. This is our set design. Anyway, cheers to you guys. Merry Christmas. Thanks for tuning in again. This will be on YouTube and on our Facebook as well. And if you are looking just to check out the audio, the audio will be up on all the streaming platforms. Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good shit. Anyway, so let's get right into it. You forgot to introduce us, though. I'm Jake. You, you completely fucked that up. I'm KJ. And welcome to Blasphemous... Ah, I can't even say it right. Welcome to Blasphemous Reviews, Episode 9. Video and audio, right? I did say all of it. Did you say all? You didn't. You didn't say our names though. No, I didn't. So I just added that on from there. <laughs> hey, we're having fun. So we, there was a, an array of topics that we wanted to talk about today. We're going to try to keep it loose, loosey goosey. Um, but we're going to start off with how Christmas makes us feel. Mm, you start. I start. Okay. Uh, Christmas makes me feel a certain type of way every year. I mean, honestly, it's completely different any time of the year for me. Or, not any time, I guess that time of the year. So, like, I'll have, I'll have, you know, the, the winter season really fuck me up. I'll be completely depressed, you know, for a couple days, and then I'll get out of that funk. But for Christmas, solely for Christmas, though, like, I feel that there's, like, that special, that, that, that's, you know what I mean? That special, like, air. You know what I mean? <laughs> you wake up and you're like, What? Is what it is Christmas? It? You know? So, like, I feel during that time, like, even when you wake up on that day, I feel that there's, like, a totally different type of vibe from anybody that you meet on Christmas Day. Whether you're going to a random Waffle House. Oh, you're or, nice to everyone. Or, yeah. Like, like, everybody's fucking nice. It's, you don't have that local Karen getting pissed off because, you know, her, her fucking garbanzo beans expired and she's not flipping out on Christmas Day. Garbanzo beans. I don't know. That's... I'm just saying. So that's how I feel about Christmas. And then, yeah, like I said, you just have those days where you're in a funk. I mean, it's just during, it's that season. It's a season for sure. You know? I think, like, I feel that too. But specifically, like you were saying, on Christmas, mm -hmm. um, I, I just, I love Christmas Day. Me and too. it's not necessarily anything that takes place the day. I feel I feel as if it's just ingrained into us that like oh it's Christmas. We can be happy, we can be thankful, we can be joyful that we're here and we're alive. That's how I feel. So like I wake up and like like this Christmas we I don't have any plans on Christmas Day because everything I'm doing is I already did everything, most of everything I needed to do for Christmas, and I got one more thing to do. That's Christmas Eve. But Christmas Day, I'm going to wake up. I'm All just right. going to, like, step outside in the nude. In the nude, though? Feel the cold, crisp air. I feel like it's completely content right now. With Take you a having, deep breath. With you having that COVID, like, one COVID, so nobody's not going to call for, like, some nudist, you know, going outside and just taking that, you know, fresh breath air. And then not only I'm that, on it's property. Christmas. It's also Christmas. Like, yeah, just let them be, you know? Yeah. Just let them oh, be. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let them get that fresh air, you know? On the testes. It's not even the fresh air you're taking in. It's on the testes. Nice and crisp. <laughs> Shriveled. Shriveled. <laughs> you know? But it's good. It feels good. It's just, you just wake up, and 
somehow, some way, you know that it's going to be a good day. And I mean, I know a lot of people have a lot of depression because of de- of Christmas. It's just so, holidays, family holidays, getting together. Yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. people have a ho- have that struggle. And there's been times in my life where I've had that struggle and have thought about that. Um, but at the at the end of the day, I think for me now, where I'm at in my life. It's nice. You're fair. You're at that point. Even, even if, you know, even if there's nothing crazy going on, nothing special, you know, you didn't really get any gifts or you did, it doesn't matter. You're just, you're just happy to be alive on Christmas Day. You know? I feel that. I think as as well as you, you just get older, like nobody's buying you shit anymore. And I think that there's like a gradual, a gradual, like, you know, what do you want to call it, distance or wave of that, because you'll get to that point where you're, like, in your early 20s, and you'll you'll get your socks and underwear from your parents and your deodorant. But then, like, it'll just even start gradually drifting off from there, and you won't get shit at all. You know? You know? So, so hey, here's a Chipotle gift card. Right. God bless, son. And I love you. But I just... No, fe- socks and underwear is it's prime time. I'm, not, I'm actually I, content about it because your parents want, know that you're not going to fuck with it or you're not going to think about it. No, like, that's the thing is, like, so many things I'm so grateful for for getting gifts now because they're things I wouldn't get myself. Right. Well, not only... Like, d- socks and underwear. Like, I'll buy them if I have to. Right. Same. Same. Like, if, <laughs> if you start getting those rips or you start getting those yeah, rips, I got to tear in my ass. I got to change my... I got to buy some new underwear. That's the only time. Other than that, like... And it gets to that point where, like, they're tethered on my fucking body. Like... <laughs> and it's like, all right, maybe, Good. just maybe, I need to get them now. You know? Maybe are, I need to get them. Are my balls hanging out from right. the hole in my underwear yet? Nope. We're good. Is <laughs> it hanging by a thread? Is it like my nutsack has a G-string on? Yes. <laughs> splitting the balls. We're <laughs> just splitting the balls, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lovely image for you guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's our gift to you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> um, yeah, I know there's a lot of things that it like Christmas brings memories back to me. Flooding. Oh, for um, sure. Any specific memories for you that... That got me, like, in my feels or just, of, like, remember? That you think about all the time. I remember like one specific, specific Christmas one. Christmas memories that you think about. Yeah, I got one specific one, but I have... I, I think everybody has multiple ones growing up. Or at least I feel that this might be, like, a... I don't know if it might be a poverty thing. I don't want to seem like, oh, well, I was poor, so I had, like, a more memorable Christmas. It's not that. It's just, like, I feel when I grew up poor and in poverty, which is... unified the same thing but like when i grew up like that i just i realized that i was more appreciative of anything i got except for like when i was a little shit obviously but i remember this one christmas where i actually i woke up it was like the largest christmas i ever seen tons of presents and i knew they were they were not there for anybody else and i had um you know two two uh other brothers and a sister and it was just a fuck ton more than i've ever seen in my lifetime and I remember getting down to the nitty gritty. Everything seemed basic, you know. You got a, you know, toy car, clothes, shit like that. And then there was like, you know, ten or eleven gifts. And they told, they said, "Hey, KJ, open the big box." I said, "Okay." I opened it up, and this is circa 2002. So I opened it up, brand new fucking GameCube, purple oh. GameCube, beautiful, pretty. I got, I, I also got in the process memory cards, new video games. I remember the first game I ever played was Super Mario Sunshine on the uh, the GameCube. And I feel the GameCube was before its time a little bit. Just a smidge. 
Yeah. You know, because those discs were so small, and the load time was so quick. Okay, yeah. So quick. I just love that was that was de- that was definitely really cool. And I remember actually, mm-hmm. uh, there was a time when PCs had used those small discs as well. Like, remember how mm-hmm. the the trays had an option for the big one or, or the, the small little one? one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they used to make little CDs or games. They would make little CD games on those uh, the the smaller ones. But yeah, I just I remember getting the GameCube, and I just I loved it. And as an adult now, it sucks just going back and thinking about all the the consoles you might have had or that are gone now because you weren't thinking clearly. Dreamcast. I wish I would have never got rid of my fucking Dreamcast. Same, same, dude. I loved my Dreamcast. I played Crazy Taxi and Sonic on it. That was literally the only two games. But now, I just love going to like a Goodwill randomly here and there because you never know if you'll find a Sega Saturn game, if you'll find a PlayStation, you know, whatever, GameCube, etc. Like, people don't give a shit about those games, and yeah. sometimes you're hiking up fucking prices on it. That's why, uh, so I have a, I have a friend, um, a buddy of mine that does a lot of, um, thr- uh, like, thrift store and yard sale, garage sale type mm-hmm. thing where he, like, scavenges all this shit. He finds super valuable things and then goes and puts them on eBay and makes so yeah, a chunk genius. of change. It's genius. Yeah. You're your own boss, and at some point, that's uh, as long as you're doing it, you know, obviously smart. You're gonna get to the point where, like, that's literally your job. That's your fucking livelihood. Somebody's got to do it, right? And I've even I saw this hack on TikTok. This is why I love TikTok so much. I saw this hack where if you go to the Dollar Tree. You go and look at their books, and you go on Amazon, and you say sell on Amazon, and you scan this book. Some of those books, 18 19 bucks, and you're going to get $18, $19 for a dollar book. What? Yeah, you just sell it back to Amazon, ship it to them. You know, you go to like a Kohl's drop-off or some random shit like that, drop off the book, you get paid. Simple as that, dude. What? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. The little life hacks that people find. I love it. I do, too. Because, like, any any way you can do it, if you can literally hustle your life away, why the fuck not? You ain't got to have a boss. People make so much money doing that. I don't know, naturally like flipping not. houses and cars and well, you name it. I've like heard flipping houses. Pokemon is, cards. Is basically the game. <laughs> yes, Pokemon cards, too. Just because, you know, how the rarity of the original ones that came back out in, like, what, 98, 99? Is that what it was? Yeah. Or maybe even earlier, 96, maybe? Maybe 96. I feel like it's 96, but I can't 96 to 99. Right. It was when Pokemon fucking... I'm not 100% sure. I'm geeking right now. Your flamingo head is flopping back and forth. Right. If you guys can't see it, it's it's even got a little Christmas hat on. So it is festive. It is festive. In case you didn't know, it's a flamingo with a... I love pink flamingos. A Santa hat on. When I found this, I had to pick it up. Because I love pink flamingos so much. You know what I'm saying? That was like a fucking dick, though. <laughs> Flopping dick. Right. Uh, for me, man, I uh, I do. I have a funny a funny story to tell. It's actually about my cousin. Now, was this your Christmas that you're talking about? Like yeah. a, a memorable Christmas you had? Yep. Okay. So one year, this was probably when we, I was I was maybe 12, and he was like 10, something like that. Is he's like two years, three years younger than me? He got he got a gift and it was inside of a cocoa puffs box. Okay. Right. So he opened the gift and he saw the cocoa puffs box. Probably was pissed as fuck. No. No. Happy. Opposite. My man was so happy to get a box of cocoa puffs. That's poverty. 
If you, if you can't tell, that's poverty. That's literally fucking poverty. <laughs> he was, yo, he, all right, so he literally stood up and screamed Cocoa Puffs and like held the box up. Sky high. And now, <laughs> like He Man or something. You know what's funny is like the parents were looking at him like, fuck, man, should we just have bought him a box of Cocoa Puffs? Because <laughs> yeah. we know he put something in it and he hasn't even found that shit out yet. Yeah. And I, I honestly can't remember what was inside. I think it was. I think it was a video game or a movie. Something I would imagine within that, you know, Something, dimension. Yeah, slim. Mm -hmm. But that was it. Was so much fun, and then and then, uh, that was at my old, my old grandpa's house, and he had this old piano, and my older my older cousin uh, taught me how to play the Lincoln Park. Ba -da -da. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's very simple. It really, it really is. But it's just keeping that rhythm for three and a half minutes is the problem. You know? <laughs> God damn! Can this end? <laughs> like, Over this? <laughs> can do it. Yeah. So that's that's a good one. Um, I have. I mean, there's so many. I have, like me. I think I have a lot of Christmas memories as well. It's just it. It comes down to like remembering which ones were like the most important from like being a child. Because like some even are shitty. Because like. You know, Christmas isn't always rainbows and sunshine. It, it really isn't. There's sometimes no, for sure. you definitely have dark days. Now, I will remember there is one Christmas day I truly remember, and it's not even because of Christmas or what I got on that day, which is crazy. It's just what we did. So my mom comes to pick me up because my parents were separated, and she's like, "Hey, so are you guys hungry?" I said, "Yeah, we're we're starving." So think about that, December twenty fifth, and you want to go out to eat. Literally all fast food restaurants are closed down because it's Christmas Day. There's not much open. Well, I guess you'd say it in this. Thankfully, there's people in this world that don't celebrate Christmas and really don't give a shit. So there was a subway open. And we all ended up getting footlongs. And it was like the, the greatest like fucking Christmas. We're like, man, we're going to do this every year. Just get footlongs. And fucking subway. Right? <laughs> Merry Christmas. You know, I'm sure they were pissed. The, the kids... Like, we were kids, so we had no idea. The people working there like, right. God damn it, why? Why are you guys even fucking coming in? It's Christmas. But I remember I got me a foot-long buffalo chicken. Didn't eat it all, obviously. I was a, I was a young, you know, little whacker kid, or tally whacker, whatever you want to, however you want to say it. And I don't even think I'm saying it right. Yeah. I'm probably not. What am I looking for? I'm looking for something that, like, old people call children. Not tally whacker. What the fuck is the word I'm looking for? Do you know what I'm talking about? A little rascal, I guess? I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't know. I was a little rascal, and I was just looking at these employees that were probably pissed off. And me, obviously not at all. I'm getting a buffalo chicken sandwich for lunch, so I wasn't mad. But I remember I remember telling my mom, like, I want this to be our Christmas, like, you know, thing to do every single year. You know, this should be our tradition. Obviously, it never was. We never did it again, but it was just a really cool memory to have. Like I can go back and think about, it, like, oh, I had a fucking subway foot long, you know, for Christmas. So that was another like random like Christmas memory I have. Love it. I can't remember a lot. They just come to me sporadically, but like yeah. I, think, I think it's just with anybody trying to remember childhood. Fucking thirty years old, dude. Yeah, yeah. So our brains aren't what they used to be. That's for sure. No, but it's also all the weed. The weed does not help me been smoking weed since i was 18 if not younger probably younger yeah. so yeah like like it is not helping my brain cells at all no no kids don't don't do drugs except for weed smoke weed that's not a drug all right 
Is that a drug? <laughs> <laughs> that no, flour? it's not. It's yeah. not. Not to me. Um, I mean, it's just flour. You know, don't go doing like fucking meth and shit. Yeah. Now, so you already mentioned that you got a GameCube, right? And yeah. What was there anything else during any, that Christmas? Any time? Any, uh, any gifts? Oh, that were memorable. Yep. Ooh, shit. So okay, so I'll be honest with you because I'm gonna lay down the fucking law. I've dealt with this my entire life. So you bringing up gifts kind of pissed me off. So my birthday is actually on December 26th. Mm. Literally the day mm-hmm. after Christmas. I know. I have been de- dealing with my entire fucking life. Oh, this is uh, your Christmas present as well as, like, your birthday present, you know? And that's bullshit. <laughs> and I'm only saying this. It's not because I'm selfish. It's just because it pisses me off. You know, at the end of the day, it's still my fucking birthday. You wouldn't do that to somebody that where they had Christmas in December, but their birthday was in fucking March, would you? Probably right, not. like, hey, um... <laughs> So I know your birthday is in three months, but I'm also going to give you your birthday present now as a Christmas gift. Right. Now, that that would just be some poor shit, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. But when it's not poor shit and it's my birthday literally after, like I even have a trouble hanging out with friends or anything like that. So the, the majority, or no, I'm sorry, the entirety of my fucking existence of hanging out with people or doing things on my birthday does not happen at all. So it really pisses me off when it comes to the <laughs> gifts. It really does. So, like, buy me a fucking gift on my birthday, family, and I'm talking to you because it's my birthday, too. It's not just Christmas. It's also my birthday. Fuck off. No, okay, I'm sorry. I love you, family. That that, that last part was uncalled for. And everybody else that buys me gifts. But secretly, fuck off. Just a little bit. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. Just a little like, bit. No, for real though, like my whole life, this is so. <laughs> so, but like memorable gifts, if I can remember anything, I remember as a kid. So this is this just this shows my age. I was a kid, and I had a, I got a CD player for Christmas. Okay, so we were doing Christmas with my, with my family, and then I got this CD. I don't think anybody's gonna remember this artist unless they actually gave a shit about her. But her name was Fifi Dobson. Do you know who that is at all? That sounds familiar. It's very early 2000s, kind of like punk rock, if you'd say, or just... Am I thinking of something else, maybe? You might be. You definitely might be. She was... She only had, like, one hit, maybe two. Fifi Dobson? Yeah, Fifi Dobson. F-E-F-E Dobson. That's literally it. That was her name. But I loved her music so fucking much. (laughs) And I don't remember how I got to know her or how I knew her music. It was probably TRL on MTV back in the day, but... I remember getting that CD for Christmas. I literally popped that in, put that in my CD player, and I kept playing, you know, the few songs I knew on repeat. Because, you know, you were a kid. You didn't want to listen to any of the other songs, you know. But I obviously eventually did. But anyways, I remember family making fun of me because I, I listened to a girl singer. Why would the fuck would that even matter? You know what I mean? Oh, he's gay. <laughs> he plays with Barbies. Like, did you? Did I play? Probably. I'm not going to sit here and deny that shit. I'm sure I had a fucking Barbie or two. I played you... with toy, toy men. Actually, so this... Action figures, you mean? So I got two stories that tie into one, that you what you were just talking about. Okay. And the second one, uh, what you were talking about before. What you well, then go into what I was t- uh, what I tied in right now. Um, so when I was younger, I played with toy, like toy soldiers and shit like that. Right. Um, I remember specifically one time I got a, a, um, a toy... Toy Army Man or something like mm-hmm. they have like the arms and legs you can move. You know what I mean? Right. You know, 
The disposable. Disposable? Disposable? Opposable. Opposable? That's what it is. Opposable thumbs. Or no, well, arms and shit. But yeah, go ahead, <laughs> dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I got, I think I got one or a couple of them one year, and I remember going outside, mm-hmm. out back, and I made like, I made like a small little like mountain range with like snow. Okay. Kind of made it like a little war kind of thing scene going on? Yeah, and I pretended like the army man was like climbing up mm-hmm. the, uh, the fucking mountain snow. Right, right. Like, Just kind of making a little scene. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, it, I used to do that kind of shit all the time. It's imagination. I feel like that, that, that crawls away from you into adulthood. You know, you lose that no, shit. No, I still think about that kind of shit all do you, the time. Do you, see, that's a good thing then. Because it's hard to keep that. I think that's why I got back into comic books so much is because... Yeah. I just want imagination again. I feel like you lose it, you know, pretty hard as an adult. No doubt. I don't think like I used to, you know. And I think about the kid that used to read Magna, or however you pronounce it. I apologize if I'm butchering it. Or just, what is it? Manga. Manga? Okay. So, manga, or like, you know, anybody that read comic books back in my day. I remember, we were a part of that, like, you know, where bullying was, like, still okay and shit. And people would bully, you know, people that read comics or ma- manga or whatever the fuck it is. Manga? Manga? I don't know, dude. I just read them now. I can't remember. But. I just say anime now, for real. Unless works. we're talking about, like, legit, actual, the books. Right. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So is that manga? That sounds more right. That sounds more <laughs> appropriate. But I don't know. Or not appropriate, but just correct. You know? um, let us know. <laughs> right. What the, the fuck it what is. we're talking about because we don't know. But, like, I love, or it's shitty to think about, like, how we would make fun of people back then. And, like, how that was so, not not okay, but, like, borderline okay. And I think about it now, like, I wish I was that nerd 20 years ago when that nerd was that nerd. You know what I mean? Because there's so much that, like, okay, so that person has, like, 20, 30 years of learning all about all that stuff. Now, me being a late bloomer or somebody that didn't get into that stuff or thought it was uncool, if you will, is obsessed with it now as a 30-year-old man. Obsessed with comics, with manga, all that shit. I love it because it's the only thing that brings me out of an imagination, or brings back my imagination. Right, yeah. You know? And I love that. And that goes back into even what you were talking about. It's just having that imagination again where, like, you know, you're sitting there playing with a couple army soldiers going up a fucking snow hill thinking there's going to be enemies down under the hill. Like, and you got to hide in a bunker and shit. Like, that's really cool to just start imagining a complete imagination. Having an imagination where you have a complete scene and you have an idea of how you're going to do it. That's fun because you lose yourself. You truly lose yourself. And that's why I love comics and shit like that again. And just getting imagination back, like from an adulthood to a child, it's it's really fucking hard. Would you say? Yeah. Right. I mean, luckily there's a few things that I'm able to do that keep you but, childlike, but if you will. It's tough. It's definitely tough. It is. That's why whenever I can, I I try to find it. So like, if you're a man, you know, get a guy or get a girl, whatever your preference is. Like, make sure you get whoever you end up dating. Like, they're they're completely okay with whatever weird shit you're involved in. Don't ever end up dating somebody that's not okay with you either. Playing video games or obsessing over comics or whatever the situation might be. That's solid advice. I think so. You know, you're 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 growing up. You don't need to have somebody in your life that controls 
a small part of your happiness. You know? That was deep. He felt that one. I did. I felt, <laughs> I felt that in my core. Uh, going back to the gift thing uh, and tying into the CD that you got. Yes. Uh, so Fifi Dobson. I was. I, I remember. I was really excited to get a. I think I had asked for a disturbed CD. Which one was it? Down with the sickness. Was it believe? Was it ten thousand fists? I think it was down with the sickness. Okay. I don't know. Um, Do you remember the year? Let's put it that way. Do you remember okay. the year? Okay, because I could probably tell you. I'm a, I'm a big disturbed fan. So uh, it was that. around the time that. Was it as everybody calls the monkey like, song? Was the monkey song out? No. Okay. Wait. Yes. Down with the sickness. Yeah. Okay. This was like, uh, this was like sixth, seventh grade, maybe. Okay. So I was I was asking for this gift. It was a disturbed CD, and when I got it. I was super excited because I, I got it. Right, you know? right. That's what you want. And I went to listen to it, and I didn't look at the di- like the outside of it or anything mm-hmm. like that. I was just like, oh, fuck yeah, super happy. Right. And I played it, and it was actually a cover album. Oh, I remember you having <laughs> this for so long, dude. I it was a this. CD of a band covering Disturbed. I think covering that album that came, that came out with uh, Down With The Sickness. Why anybody... Why why there was at all a Disturbed cover band when that band had only already existed for like ten less than 10 years? Yeah, not but a few years. I think they might have had two albums out. Right. Right. Um, was beyond me. And I'd say so. Do you still have it? No. I was so pissed. Though. I would have been pissed too. I also got... A Lil John and the East Side Boys CD. <laughs> Does that make up for the Disturbed CD? Yeah. Okay. Luckily, um, they put some had no idea what the fuck that CD right, was. Right, who Lil John and the East Side Boys was? <laughs> right. Dude, the bass and <laughs> some of their music went hard as fuck. Yeah, oh, I mean. I think I think they would still hold up today. I feel like a Lil John and the East Side Boys album would still hold up, to, hold up today. <laughs> or at least it would for me, you know, and you, but. You know, you give that to somebody uh, oh, no. a bit younger than our generation, then I definitely say they probably wouldn't fuck with it. But I don't know either. A lot of people like to fuck with old school shit. You know, I'll see a 15, 16 year old kid with a Nirvana t shirt on, you know? Yeah, but like, do they actually. Are they listening to it? That's what That's what my million dollar question is. I see is. people with Grateful Dead shit all the time. And like, I do too. I have to ask though. If I ever see anybody in a Grateful Dead, I ask, like, hey, what's your favorite song? Now, if they're like, hey, well, you know, I only got it because I really dig the style of the shirt, that's completely content. But listen, I'm going to give you some knowledge on a couple songs, and you go and listen to them. You know what I mean? You go and do your research. Yeah, when that bus comes by, you get on. <laughs> That's how I feel, and that's with anything. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dog you if you end up wearing a T-shirt just because, you know. We all grow up, and we all want to be that popular kid or that outcast or that, you know, whatever cool it kid, is whatever it to... is, whatever you're trying to achieve. Yeah. You know, so I get it. I won't shit on you. That's what uh, that's what I find great about the time we live in now is that I feel like there's less pressure on kids to be a specific way or the other. Like, yes, I'm super jelly of them, and fuck all of them, because they're going to school now where they can literally be themselves, compared to when we went to school. Right. We really couldn't be ourselves, and now, like, uh, go ahead. I, 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 I got a tidbit on this, dude. This bothers the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, well, like, it's weird because there was either, you were either, you were, la- everything was labeled as, like, 
you were a jock, you were a nerd, right? You were a weirdo. That was pretty much it. You're mm-hmm. you're the freaks, the geeks, or the jocks, right? The, basically, that was, that was basically it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel they don't have that anymore. Well, now it's just. I feel everybody's versatile. I feel like well, you'll see jocks hanging out with geeks, and you'll see geeks hanging out with fucking, I don't know. Right. I, we did have, like, go, uh, geeks goth kids. Geeks selling weed to the weeks, <laughs> geeks selling kids, or, God, what am I saying? So are you saying geeks selling weed to the jocks? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to get yeah. at? More than likely, <laughs> that's probably what's happening. More than likely. And that's what, like, I think, if anything, I'm jealous about that, is that I don't have the childhood in today's society or co- our culture because it would be so neat to grow up where you could be yourself i remember growing up poor you know it's not like i had the best shoes in the world with the best outfits in the world there a lot of them were hand-me-downs so when i wore when i wore that clothes go ahead. did you ever own a pair of shacks oh wow i wasn't that poor i don't know if i was that poor no but i was close i was close i wore some like off-brand payless shoes so yeah, i was yeah. pretty much close because shacks were in the payless store they sure were Sorry. God damn it. That's all right. I remember the Shaq shoes, though. But, yeah, going on to that, like, I just wish that I could be that kid nowadays. Because they do have it a lot easier. Granted, the only thing that they have it worse than what we had is cyberbullying. And apparently that gets you, or that has gotten a lot of children to the point of killing themselves. Yeah. And that shit's fucked up. I I definitely say that. And, I mean, that's definitely, it's, it's a different world to navigate. Uh, I'd, I'd with say all so. of the social media as a kid, because we didn't have that. We we didn't have social media till we were in high school. We were hitting up MySpace and okay, AIM. we had MySpace and, and AIM, AIM and but it wasn't that nearly was like junior high, right? But it wasn't was nearly that. to the point of how it was today with Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, right. everything else, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I can't think of anything else. But yeah, it's just there's so much shit that everybody will be able to like I don't know navigate or discover your life because. You know, just with the click of a button, you can literally find out anything about anyone. It's not fucking hard anymore. But right. back then, when we had our stuff, we weren't concerning ourselves about cyberbullying or shit like that. And honestly, from what I can remember growing up, we really we might have had a couple, you know, kids that really were down on themselves and ended up killing themselves. But it was next to none that I can really remember. What about you? Because you were a couple years behind me. Yeah. Do you remember uh, anybody like that? Only one. See, that's what I'm saying. And now, I feel like, you know, you go to San Fernando, California, fucking some high school, there's like 14 fucking kids that aren't getting a Tesla for Christmas, and they're ready to fucking take mommy's fucking Xanax. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) God, that was (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) That was fucked up. But, I mean, hey, that's probably close to being honest. Yeah. That's some real shit. So, I don't know, man. It's just... Growing up in this time and day and age, it's easier than probably what we had, but it's also harder because of the cyberbullying. Yeah. Like, that shit's fucked up. It shouldn't happen. And and, and, and not necessarily just the cyberbullying, but more so uh, the self-image thing. Like, I know... Yeah, it's bad now. You guys are... God. Instagram and Facebook. Self-image is such a big fucking deal. Like, self-image is a huge thing because you see all these people, you see so many people on the internet, and you look at, like, the ones who get... You know, the the most views, those are the ones that you see. And more than likely, the ones that get the more views are, like, more attractive type people. 
and then you start basing your your reality on that you know i mean it's the same way how maybe when when we were growing up or people older than us was growing up and they had tv and uh magazines or whatever as their their self image thing, but now we did. Well, I think ours was basically um, artists. We we would be obsessed with artists or people on television. Like that's what I mean. Like how, mm-hmm. like TV, TV, TV movies. It wasn't like everyday people that are on like Instagram models, if you will. Like, right, we were yeah. literally just obsessed with celebrities. You know. Right. I remember I wanted to fuck Avril Lavigne when I was younger. You know. That's that a fair. That's a fair. She was a skater boy, you know. She said, "See you later, boy." You know what I mean? So, skater girl. Oh yeah. Well, she is skater. Well, she's a skater girl. I'm a skater boy. And so, she, she... <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna drop something quick. Have you heard about the um, Avril Lavigne um, conspiracy? There's a conspiracy theory for Avril Lavigne. There's a conspiracy that the Avril Lavigne that you see now is not the Avril Lavigne that we saw back then oh god that's like Paul <laughs> McCartney dude that's the same shit yeah it's essentially like it's a very similar oh wow I'm gonna have to do some research on that one I'm curious <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's is, it, is it like have you looked into it no no because I'm, I'm curious if like if like someone like yourself like if you actually dug into it if if it looks as real as you know if you could believe it to be real I mean it's like it's as believable as flat earth Okay, never mind. That's true. That's the same with Paul. It's like you can be presented with information, but like, right, right. What does this information really mean? Right. That's like the same with really Paul McCartney. On... You know. Yeah. But I mean, conspiracy theories. I think is what keeps me excited in life, just in general. Is think... just knowing it, what's out there. You know. You know. I think conspiracy has went from the side afterthought of like people in society and now is in the the forefront mainstream of society where like you're weird if you don't believe in conspiracy theories you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's interesting it's interesting i don't know where exactly the like flip took place but right some right. sometime between sometime between 9-11 and donald trump you really just dropped some shit right there, my dude. For sure. Sometime in between those two <laughs> events in history was the time where people went from conspiracy theories or whack jobs. People still believe that 9-11 was fake. I don't believe it was fake. I don't either. I believe... Now, now the, lead- the circumstances leading up to the events that unfolded are questionable, but... Uh, agree, agreed. That's the same with uh, the the dipshits that don't believe that the Holocaust happened. That pisses me the fuck off. Yeah, that's weird. How you can even sit there and try to debate that the Holocaust did not happen? That's a weird one to me. Mm-hmm. And you, love, you can I, go to I, the I Auschwitz. You know right? what I mean? You can go to Auschwitz and and go and go see for your fucking self whether or not it happened. So that's how yeah. I feel. I mean that that was the one that was the one story that touched my fucking heart pretty hardcore in. Uh, in school and social studies. Just learning about from Anne Frank to fucking... What was the other one? Watching Schindler's List. You ever seen that movie? No. Oh, man. It's so fucking good. So good. Got Liam Neeson. Fucking young Liam Neeson. Filmed in black and white. Made in like 92. Really? Yep. Directed by Steven Spielberg. Great fucking movie. Great movie. 
And it's about this guy. I can't believe I've never seen yeah, Schindler's uh, List. Me too. Like, so it's about this guy. He has a factory warehouse, and he's just a swindler. He's a smooth-talking OG, so, like, basically he's swindling Nazis, and he's also trying to help German people and their children in the process. So what he does is he basically just opens up a factory, and all the people are Jewish in that factory. So he's basically just trying to keep them alive. Obviously, there's a lot of drama and shit that goes on to where he almost gets caught, shit like that, but it's a very good Wait, fucking are they movie. working there? Yeah, yeah, they were working in the factory making stuff. Even the kids. Mm-hmm. And the Nazis didn't know they were Jewish? I don't necessarily remember the entire story. I don't know if they remember or if he was hiding that they were Jewish or or, the, or if the Nazis knew that they were Jewish and they were basically just working because the um, the Nazis didn't, uh, they didn't kill all the Jews. Like if you had some kind of either specialty or some kind of work uh, force that you could help behind yourself, they're going to keep you alive and obviously work you to death or, you know, work you until... Obviously, it ended. All right, so but, if the Nazis came today, mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, we're going to kill you if you don't have anything <laughs> to offer. Kill me, myself? What would you offer? <laughs> I'd snap their fucking necks. Hey. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not sitting there playing that game. Fuck that. It's 2020, dude. Fuck out of here. you kill the Nazis. Yeah, all day. We're back to, I guess, I guess we're back to 1942, dude. Or whatever year it was. I think I'm close to the range. Pretty sure. Yeah, so. Fuck out of here, dude. Fuck out of here. I'll be some Nazi fucking ass, dude. That is one. Yeah, that's one thing I'm not about or I will never be about. Is even just being that, that, like, a particular race and then just hating all other races. Or whatever. It's just because, like, we were born in that backbone fucking cornfield America. And if you even look at, like, the map of when, like, Biden and Trump were uh, voting, like, you'll see that, like, it's the fucking cornfields of where the Trump supporters were. But if you go and look in that fucking city of that of that state, it's all fucking Biden voters. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I've, I don't even know where I'm going off on this tangent or where I even came from. It's just, you know, it's just how I feel. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end on that tangent, on that note. Yeah, I'm ending there. <laughs> Um, nice. Cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Food, man. What? What? Is there any Christmas, spe- spe- like specific food? Is there such enjoy? thing? Yeah. Do people have those? Yeah. I know you were talking about on our Thanksgiving episode. You like to do ham. Yes. Yes. On Christmas. That is right? correct, yeah. actually. So, like, I will do ham, but it's it's a few and in between for me. Like, I like ham, but that's probably the only time that I would make a pre-cooked ham you know i do it just like anybody else brown sugar pineapple cherry shit like that but yeah i'll make that but like christmas snacks i don't think there's like everybody just has yearly snacks what would be a christmas snack like the the Um, white chocolate covered pretzels with like little green and white balls on them those would probably be yeah you like um are those 10 cookies we were talking about yeah Yeah. the the cookies that come in tins i don't give a fuck they're manila what about the popcorn like the Caramel and cheese popcorn. So I love those, but I only fuck with the cheese one. I just, yeah, I just, I, I annihilate the fucking cheese. I fucking side. love some caramel popcorn. Really, it's okay if I'm eating that kind of stuff. What's it? The 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 guy with the little doggy. I'll eat that shit. Cracker Jack? Yes, oh. I I will eat that shit all day. Cracker Jack's plus, all right. Plus you'll get that little toy. You, nah, know? you gotta get like the the tin. 
big old tin of caramel corn popcorn, man. Nah. See, I'll do, I'll do the cheddar, and I'll do the occasional butter. My dad used to love that shit, the caramel. He went nuts for the caramel. Oh, I People love it. do. It's so good. It is good. I just don't. I'd rather have candied pecans. I feel like that's like a December winter treat. You know what I mean? Candied pecans. Like peanut brittle? Or peanut brittle. I actually tried to make this thing last year. I saw it on Tasty. Which is where, like, you you, uh, you lay down, like, uh, not Ritz crackers, but, like, saltine uh, crackers. You put caramel over it, and then, like, you put chocolate chips on top, throw aluminum foil over it, and then, like, let that chocolate melt. You put it, and then, like, you just spread it over, and then let it harden. And it's, like, little, and then you break it, you know? Oh. Yeah, you break it after that. And then it's, like, you got little salty, sweet, you know, savory little caramel Ch- chocolate, whatever you want to fucking call it. I don't know. That sounds good. It, it, it was good. I, I butchered it last year, but it actually still tasted okay. It was actually really fun. It's not a bad idea. No. I try to do, I try to make like winter or festive things during the holiday season, depending on the holiday, you know. My girlfriend and her mother made uh, a whole big batch of Christmas cookies. Oh, yeah? She made, so she made snickerdoodle cookies, mm-hmm. uh, sugar cookies. Okay. Um. And then, like, the, uh, those, like, flaky, buttery cookies with, like, the icing. Those are my shit. She made, she made snowman with, like, she made those, mm-hmm. but they were, like, snowman shaped. Right, right. Um, she made Buckeyes. I don't care for those, man. People hype that shit, dude. I'm a peanut butter fanatic. I am, too, but, like, all that's literally, you're getting, what what is it? Like, you're, you're putting in, in the peanut butter, you're probably putting, like, what? Powdered sugar, and then probably regular sugar in that fucking stuff. And you whip that up, like, that tastes weird to me. Like, sugar on top of peanut butter sugar on top of sugar. No now, thanks. here's another thing she made. She made a, like, a chocolate... Well, actually, hold on. Before you even go into that, tell people about Buckeyes, because we're Ohioans. We know what the Buckeyes are. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody knows what Buckeye balls are. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Oh. You gotta explain those okay, to the people. Okay, so... A buckeye is all right. Well, let's let's go into this first. The buckeye tree is the state tree of Ohio, which is where we are and are from. Um, it produces these. What would you call them? Nuts. Yeah, I'd say so. Like seeds. I don't think you can eat them. I don't know though. Can you? I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I don't either. But yeah, they're nuts. (laughs) Anyway, and um. They're dark and they have like a white top, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like a little ball, um, not white, but like a lighter, lighter brown, lighter maybe? like a light brown top. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people have taken that and made candy or uh, a snack that resembles a buckeye. And we call them buckeyes, but um, they're just essentially they're just. Glorified Reese cups, right? They're like mm-hmm. they're just yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're glorified they're Reese cups. cups in the shape of a buckeye. They're a giant ball of peanut butter with chocolate coating, with some of the peanut butter on top still showing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just not a fan. It's just it's just too much. It's like sugar dipping for me chocolate in balls or peanut butter balls in chocolate, mm-hmm. but not covering the whole thing and letting it harden. And there you go. Essentially, you got your candy. So that's and a buckeye ball. Very good. Anyway, so she made these cookies that were, they were either brownie or chocolate cookies mm-hmm. with 
a buckeye on top. Oh, okay. It's not bad for somebody that likes buckeyes, like I said, but that's not bad. So it's kind of like they did like cookie with buckeye, did a double take kind it of thing. It was so good. I bet it was. I bet you were sweating though from the from the nostrils after you were done eating it. Does that, do you do you get that when you yeah. end up eating too much sugar? Like you get a little bit of you know sweat from the side there. No, maybe it's just me. I don't know. Never, I eat too much I've sugar. Never heard of that. You've never heard of that? Yeah, like if I end up eating like you know like so like if I I usually get like a king size Reese's stick. If I end up eating like the whole thing like in a sitting, I'll be, I'll get these like little sweats. Like man, you've had a little too much sugar today, bud. You know, I don't know. It's weird. Sweats. Yeah, and I don't have diabetes, which is fucking crazy. I have nothing, but it's like why would I get a a random fucking nostril sweat? You know. I get it when you're eating like hot sauce, but like that. Are you that just dumbfounded by that fucking thing? <laughs> I am, dude. I don't. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, and, I mean it's cool. You know, that's your body. It's it is what it is. Like, yeah, I can't help it. No, that's that's interesting. Some probably. I get like um, if I eat too much sugar, I sneeze. Really? Yeah. Let us know in the comments what your corks are when you eat too much sugar. You know, apparently people have corks. Yeah, apparently so. But yeah, I just know that like you know, I'll end up eating too much chocolate. I'll end up just having those little fucking nose sweats. No sweats. Yeah, I bet you somebody else has something like that. You know, like you said, what was it that you sneeze when you end up having too much chocolate? Sugar. Yeah. Sugar. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Like artificial sugar. What is natural sugar? From like. Sugar cane, not processed. Okay, it just doesn't have extra additives to like prolong it or whatever. Like is it, that like sugar in the raw? Is that like that? Right. Yeah. Okay, where it looks like it's like oh, uh, it's not colored white, but it's like crystally looking and a little like glisten to it, kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pure cane sugar. That shit probably is worse for you. No. No. I feel like it would hurt your teeth. So that means cane soda is actually better for you than drinking regular soda? Yes. Where it says, like, what is it, like, real cane sugar? Is that what it is, where it says that shit? Yeah. Okay. 100%. 100% better. Actually, you shouldn't drink soda, period, but if you're going to drink soda... No, you can have some soda every once in a while. Soda is good every once in a while. I don't drink... I don't... I, I drink... My favorite kind of soda is Haritos. Burritos? Is that the, like Mexican soda? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like a couple. It's I like so that. Good. I like that green one. It's my that favorite. green flavor. That the one's lime. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Lime's really good. The pineapple is really good too. If I fuck with like soda though, I love Mr. Pibb. I am addicted to that shit. We got Mr. Pibb at work. Mm-hmm. It's it's my fa- it's better than Dr. Pepper, but I do fuck with that too. And those are like the only two I really fuck with. Except That's funny, I've heard a couple people say they like Mr. Pibb more than they like Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. Yeah, it's a flavor profile kind of thing, dude. Because you can take, I feel like it's like you're tasting either brown sugar or vanilla or something like that in the aftertaste of Dr. Pepper, but you don't get that with Mr. Pibb. I'm sure a, an aficionado like myself would, you know, know exactly what I think what you're right. About. I think it mm-hmm. is that vanilla or something. They do. They have like a vanilla or brown sugar. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I mean, it's not like it's not bad. I'll drink a Dr. Pepper. It's just, you know, I enjoy Mr. Pibb. Or if I'm drinking, like, if I'm drinking pop, like if it's like, you know, the everyday kind of thing. I like Seven Up. I fuck with some Seven Up all day. You get that shit ice cold. It's delicious. You go Seven Up or Sprite. It's so crisp, it, dude. It's crisp as fuck. It ends up hurting. 
<laughs> That's what I do when I drink a nice, it does. super cold 7-Up. Or a Sprite. Like, I like both of them. I prefer 7-Up over Sprite, though. Yeah. I do. I very much prefer 7-Up over Sprite. Tastes better. I think it's just all preference. Oh, it's, yeah, it's like, okay, okay. So here's the million-dollar question just going into sodas. Is it Coke or Pepsi for you? If you're going to have one. Coke. Me too. All day. Ice cold Coke. And, and like, you get the little fucking polar bears every season in the commercials, man. You know. What does Pepsi be. got? Nothing. Uh-huh. Nothing. Not a near, not a nutter. Yeah, the polar bears and Santa. Yeah. Very true. I mean, because you remember all, every fucking year, you'll see that little cute-ass polar bear just sliding down, waiting <laughs> to go get that Coke. You know? And they act like polar bears have, like, those fucking, like, thumbs to hold a goddamn glass Coke bottle. What kind shit. of thumbs are they? Opposable? Is that it? Do I got it right? Yeah, opposable thumbs. So, but yeah, dude, like I love, I love a good ice cold Coke. I actually bought a glass from Dollar Tree. It, it's got the Coke symbol like engraved in it and all that stuff, and it's literally the size of a Coke can, so it fits an exact Coke in in the in the uh, glass. And I love that. I love that kind of shit. That's just me. Though. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's oh, it. Talking about soda and squirt. I love squirt delicious and we're not talking about soda <laughs> thank you yeah. you got that joke you got yeah. the reference okay thank you i try to be funny <laughs> yeah guys <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right movies yes love them top five right. christmas movies oh man okay Top Shoot, five. Number one. I'll go with number one. So number one, and this is not from me saying this is my best one. The number five will be my best one probably. But I'm going to churn as I'm going along. Okay. Number one, Snow Day. Do you remember Fair, that movie? Yeah. That had Emmanuel Shirky or whatever. I can't pronounce her name. She was my crush back in the day. And that was just one of the coolest fucking movies ever. Seeing a bunch of kids having fun, playing in the snow. I remember there was this one particular scene that was so awesome. Have you seen this movie, by the way? Yes. Okay. There's this particular scene where, like, they actually set up this big-ass, like, fucking um, igloo. And there was a TV in there, and they were playing yeah, video games yeah, and shit. Dude. You remember this? And they had, like, multiple entrances. Dude, I think things. they even had a poster and shit. Yeah, they were sliding inside it. Yeah. It was so fucking cool. Yeah. But I just remember that nostalgia of that movie. I would watch it on snow days, or I'd watch it when I was just like, man, this just seems like just a cool time to watch this movie. And it was just because, like, how cool those kids were in that movie. That's really what it was, and it boiled down to. is just how badass they were. It was a good fucking movie. That reminds me a lot. I loved doing igloos when I was a kid and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, the way we did igloos was... We just took a big old giant pile of snow mm-hmm. and made it big as fuck and round, nice, packed it down nice and tight. Right. And then started digging in. That's exactly the best way to do it. So. And then you dig in and you dig dig it out. Right. Exactly. I actually watch inside. a survivor that actually shows a lot of survival tips on TikTok, and he actually showed how to build something if you're like stuck in the middle of the. Uh, in the middle of, you know, the forest in the winter. And he literally just made an igloo like that, exactly like you said, and he dug it out. And he, and now you got a warm place to sleep tonight. I mean, it's not ideal, but shit, you're out of the fucking... You're out of the wind, cold. and, mm-hmm. you know, it'll build up a little bit of your body heat. Most definitely, and it's not going to melt over either. So, it's... it's 
it's fucking cool. You know, it's fucking cool that you can even retain body heat through, you know, a very cold, you know, enclosure. Right. So, so what's your number one? Um, Home Alone. I okay. love Home Alone. I fucking love Home Alone. Home Alone 1 and 2. But, both of them, man, but, are tied. I honestly got to say they're both Is tied. that number 1 and 2 for you then? No. Okay, so you're just sticking with number 1 on that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I I just... The music in it is yes. phenomenal. It gets me... It just tingles me in all the right places. I get that. See, I can't do it well, but I know the opening credits and yeah. just like you know the instrumentals. Yeah, it's it's very iconic. Kevin McAllister, I think his name is, isn't it right? Isn't that his name? Kevin yeah, McAllister. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so such a good fucking movie. His I remember, brother Buzz, dude, he was what, such a dick. What a dick, dude yeah. was a dick. I'm glad that his room got destroyed. That's that's what I, I remember <laughs> in that movie. He, his room just getting com- oh, all man. sorts of fucked up. And, and then you have Joe Pesci and. Um, Oh, what's his other name? Don't disrespect the man without saying his I name. I know. God damn. I can't think of his name. I actually like him as an actor, and I can't even fucking remember his name right now either. I'm not going to sit here and look it up either. We're just going to fuck up. That's, that's just how it's got to be. You can't help it. <laughs> I have to. But yeah. I, rem- I can't do do my man like this, you know? But I remember Joe Pesci. He was, he, I mean, he's just golden to anything he's in. And I think that's where we kind of got growing up from him, you know, is the Joe Pesci movies. Because if you think Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern, yes. He definitely does need credit where credit's due. God. He was amazing. Sorry, yeah. His his high pitched scream, I mean, it's iconic in that fucking movie. Yeah, it is. You know? <laughs> I remember oh dude, I might have to watch that when I get home. Um yeah, I'm very upset with myself for not having watched any Christmas movies yet. Hopefully by the time you guys see this video You'll at least get one in. I'll I'll at least get a couple in. There you go. I have to watch at least three movies every year. I recently just watched one, though, called Fat Man. Uh, it's like a dark comedy of uh, Christmas. It's where Mel Gibson plays, like, just a normal, everyday Chris Kringle. Um, what do you mean, just a normal, everyday Chris Kringle? I guess, yeah, right? You can't even say it like that. How, how's the that plot mean? twist come into play? No, so, like, okay. So, it's the idea of Santa Claus. He's just your normal... He comes out once a year, Santa Claus. So, but... What do you mean? The movie made Does it. Does he have elves? Yeah, he has elves and everything like that. It's just the movie, how they made it, they made it as if it was real life. So, like, there was real life elves. There was fucking Kris Kringle with Santa Claus and everything like that. They were immortal. They reindeers and they, like, deliver presents and shit. Everything. Okay. Everything. They just made it. But what they made it seem is like, man, this is a struggle. This is everyday life. We're struggling to even make toys for kids. There's a lot of kids that don't believe anymore. There's a lot of kids that get cold. Like, he's just struggling, and he was struggling to make ends meet, to keep the elves working and all that stuff, to keep their shop alive, etc. Well, the government knew about Kris Kringle, so they asked for his help, and they would give him money in the process. They wanted to use his elves to make, you know, government, military shit, and in the process, he'd get money so he could keep Christmas alive. That was the end goal. So... One, what we're following is in in this movie is there's a young boy that's basically just one fucking prick, and he is able to get a hold of, you know, obscene large amounts of money. Well, he gets cold one year, flips the fuck out, you know, fuck you, fat man, and ends up calling up an assassin and says, hey, listen, I need you to kill the fat man. So... 
we go into this movie of this guy tailing, you know, Chris Kringle and trying to find out where he's at, etc. It's one of the wildest fucking Christmas movies I've seen, and it's actually really good. I'm completely surprised. I don't know if I believe you. Really? Who plays Chris Kringle? Mel Gibson. Um, the assassin is Walter Goggins. That's why I got. That's what. That's what sold me. Do you know who that is? No. Okay, so Walter Goggins has been in two of Quentin Tarantino's movies. He was in The Hateful Eight. Do you remember? Um, he was the sheriff. Okay. No, I'm talking about with a with a missing tooth. Yeah. Yep. That's Walter Goggins. He was also in. Uh, huh. What other movie was he in? He was in uh, Django Unchained as well. Yeah. He was going to cut uh, Jamie Foxx's dick off at the end. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So. That, that's Walter Goggins, if you don't know who that is, but it was just an amazing fucking movie. It was actually produced by Danny McBride which and David Gordon Green. They've worked what? a lot together. Yeah, it, it, it blows my mind that they actually produced it, but it's it's really good. It's it, it got it got a lot of shitty reviews because, you know, Mel Gibson and, like, oh, the spirit of Christmas isn't, you know, whatever. I, I enjoy a twist, and that was definitely a twist for me, so... I enjoyed the fuck out of that movie. What's it called again? Fat Man. Fat Man. Yep. Fat Man. Check it out. Definitely check that one out. That's not on my list, so that's just one I've watched recently. <laughs> so, an- going on to my list, uh, I'd have to say my second one would probably have to be A Christmas Story. That is, I agree. It's just an iconic movie. Well. Uh, fucking, for example, TBS plays it 24 hours, you know... On their channel on Rightfully Christmas Day, so. yeah. I mean, it's it's respect. It's it's just one of those iconic Christmas movies. I mean, there's now not that much. Was, that was filmed in Ohio, right? Yes, it was. It was filmed in Ohio. Um, the Cleveland? house, I think so. I think it was Cleveland. Like, I think you're right on that. Of Cleveland or something, something like that. But I remember uh, just you know iconic scenes in that movie where the kid would get his uh, tongue stuck on the fucking pole, or the Red Rider, or the the Pink Bunny outfit. Or yeah, just, I think the what, pink funny I think what really got me about that movie, or what I love so much, is the calm demeanor of the voiceover artist. You know, yeah. that's what I think sold me so well, and it just looking so nineteen forties and nineteen fifties. But it was like so ahead of its time for it, when it came out. It really fucking was. I think Christmas Story goes down as one of those Christmas greats, and it's one that everybody should own. Honestly, right? It's so. still relevant, still amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's hard. I think that's I, a hard thing to do. To as as I get older, I relate more and more to the dad than ever. Oh, yeah. For sure. I love the dad. He's great. But he's also, like, w- w- what I love about that movie is it being set in, like, whatever time. I think it was, like, 1950s or 1940s, something like that. What I love so much about that is having a dad like that or what they portrayed as a dad like that instead of what you think, or at least what I f- think when I think of a 1940s dad. I think one of those guys that wears, like, a wife beater all around, you know, gets pissed off walking in the door immediately at their wife because the food's cold already. Does, has no idea the food's cold, but he just wants to be a dick anyway. You know, probably slaps his kids around. That's what I think about when I think of a 1940s dad. And so, huh. I guess I guess it's better. I don't to, know if that's, like... That's probably completely incorrect. <laughs> it, it's, just, it's just how I think. But it's good to see that, you know, you have somebody that cares so much and... You know, is also stern as fuck. He was a stern old man in that movie. So, it's just, I don't know. Like every piece in the Christmas story is just so delicate, delicately thought about and 
played out so well from right. the mom to the dad to the brothers it's just it's a great movie and their friends their friends were you know little fuckers too so it's it's a great movie yep so what about you what's num- number two on your list that was number two. Oh, that was number two for you number three on my list will be a christmas vacation national lampoon's Ooh. christmas vacation is that the first one the first national lampoon's movie yeah was that that one or was that summer vacation I don't know. I feel like it might have been. I think Christmas Vacation was probably the first one. Or was it Summer I don't know now. Let us know in the comments if you know. I'm going to look it up anyway after the podcast, but, you know, whatever. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think it was, I feel like it was Christmas. Probably. I could be wrong. But, anyway, so, yeah, Christmas Vacation. Do you think of a song? Classic. What song? Audio. The opening song? Yeah. yeah I get so amped every time I see the intro. It's such a fucking The intro, good movie. if you haven't seen the movie, the, the intro is like this... Open animation scene. It's like Yeah, it's like an animated opening about Santa going around doing presents and like getting electrocuted and like mm-hmm. falling off roofs and shit. It's pretty funny, but I just get so amped because there's a song. And then it goes into them driving and they're on their way to the find uh the perfect christmas tree um and it takes them forever and they finally get it and it's like 20 feet tall it's unnaturally tall i think it fucks up their whole house it fucked up their car it did a lot uh one of my favorite scenes from that movie is when um a bicycle goes shooting off of the roof into the neighbor's house Gosh, and I haven't it, seen it in a long time. And it so destroys their, like, 8-track player or something like that. Oh, wow. That's how old that movie is. <laughs> Having a fucking 8-track player. And, um, the neighbors come home. And, um... <laughs> so it's, it's, um... What's the, what's, what's the girl's name that plays in Seinfeld? Julia uh, Louise Dreyfus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she... She was in there. She was the... Oh, shit. Yeah, I remember yeah, you this. remember <laughs> yes, they so, destroyed basically their whole house by accident. Yeah, and and they well their bedroom or something like that, and mm-hmm. the floor is all wet because the icicle melted. And she comes in, she's like, "Why is the floor wet, Todd?" And she's like, "I don't know, Margot." <laughs> Gosh, I don't know why that's so funny to me. And then, um, <clears throat> uh, Griswold's outside. Um, when they're trying to put the lights on? No, when oh, he's, uh, he's chainsawing the tree to make it fit. Oh, yeah. He's uh, The neighbor comes to him and says, where are you going to fit a tr- tree that big, Griswold? And he starts laughing. Mm-hmm. I think he probably said something smart ass, right? He was like, off. bend over, I'll show you. Right. It's like, you got some nerve talking to me like that. It's like, I wasn't talking to you. And it's because his wife was standing right next to him. Right. <laughs> God, I need to see that movie again. I haven't seen that one in oh, so long. It's so good. It's I have to say. <laughs> it's so good. It is a good movie. I don't remember when that was made. Long time ago. In the 80s. 80... Ma- maybe late 70s. Maybe. I don't think it was late 70s. But it's probably early 80s, more than likely. I'll have to say. I want to say it was the late 80s. Probably. And then going from there. I would have to say probably my number three, probably Jack Frost. Oh, wow. Do you remember okay. that movie? Yeah. Michael Keaton. With Michael Keaton. Yes, sir. Yeah. It was one of my That's favorites. It's a sad movie. Too. It is. It's a, well, I mean, it goes from sad to happy, but then sad again. But, yeah. like, yep. 
I remember, like, you know, Michael Keaton, trucker, you know, he's on the road uh, coming home for Christmas, ends up getting in a car wreck, you know, dies. His, all his son wants is to just hang out with him because, you know, dad's too busy. Ends up coming back to life as a fucking snowman. You know, they obviously there's mishaps and adventure. I don't want to get into too much, but I just remember, like, that being one of my favorites because I remember Michael Keaton snowboarding on, a like, an igloo. Well, I mean, his character was snowboarding on some kind of igloo or something. And it was just, like, it's just one of those, like, childhood memory fucking movies for me. That's really what it is because, boiled down to it, the movie kind of fucking sucked. It's not the greatest movie in the world, but it's just one of those, like, you know, hit you home, hit you in your feels just because of what it is, so. Fair enough. That's how I feel about that one. But yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. Watch it if you haven't seen it. So, oh, yeah. Yep. Another one for me, Elf. You like Elf? I fuck it. John Favreau, Will Ferrell, that movie was ahead of its fucking time, dude. There was going to be a sequel. There was going to be a no fucking way. sequel. Yes, but like, I think what happened was age and time just, you know, caught up with Will and, you know, it obviously wasn't going to play out, but what? Elf is probably the It goes into the line and into the tier with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation because it's one of those ones for us, you know, we grew up to it too. Like, if you're right, just a yeah. classic Christmas movie fan, that's a classic. That is a right. fucking classic. And it's great. I feel like people even forget that Zoe Deschanel's in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like she she's like the main character. She's blonde in that. She's blonde in that movie. Yeah, and then John Favreau even makes a fucking appearance as the doctor. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, that's it's true. it's one of my favorites just because you know it's one that's relatable to family too. It's just obscure. I mean, and you know what? What do you call himself? A cotton. Can't head in any muggin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, just seeing them eat Pop-Tarts with spaghetti and jelly beans and all that other Same. shit. And maple syrup. Like, it's just, it's fucking gold. It's, it's, it's all gold. It's, 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 it's just, per, it's a pure nostalgia kind of movie. Now, the dad. James Can. James Can. Mm-hmm. okay. Oh, yeah. What else is he playing? Because I can't remember what So, else. I only really know him from The Godfather. That's all I really know him from. Oh. He was in The Godfather, James Cannon was. Huh. I never really watched any of his movies too much. I never really cared for him. He, uh, what other, I can't even tell you what else he's in. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what else he's in. I just know him in The Godfather. That and Elf. Yeah. Nope. Nothing else. But he's. it's not like he's not a good actor. I just don't care for his shit. Hmm. So. Yeah, I don't know any, anything that he's in other than that, but... Um, the mom, I know she's in a good amount. Of- oh, that's, uh, Mary Steenbergen or something, whatever. So that means Will Ferrell worked with her before fucking even Step Brothers, dude. Yeah, yep. That's gangster as fuck, knowing that now or thinking about it. That's awesome. Yep. God. Yeah, Elf is a good movie. Yeah. Elf's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely check that out. What would I say would... <laughs> Going on to my fourth. So, like, I have to have, like, an honorable mention, I feel. And I think I already did that with Fat Man, but I feel like I have another one that I can't, like, I want to put this on my list, but I also don't. Just make this number four. Okay. Santa Claus, one through three. Every one of them. I love Tim Allen. I love Tim Allen so fucking much. And, like, honestly, it's probably just me and my emotions and just growing up and being a 30-year-old fucking man and wondering where the fuck life went, but 
going and watching like the first Santa Claus and when they're like doing the the fucking dance, you know, and they're getting ready for like you know Christmas Day and delivering presents, I'm crying my fucking eyes out. I'm crying my eyes out because it's just pure nostalgia. Thinking about it now gets me emotional because like I love the Santa Claus. I love everything about that movie. I love the beginning, middle, and end of that movie from the first, second, and fucking third. Like I even hate the third, but I still love it. And they're just they're great movies. They're great movies. I couldn't say more. So. I've never seen the third. No? Really? Now, it's not like you're missing much, but it has <laughs> Martin Starr in it, and I love him. You know, so. He's, uh, I think, uh, Jack Frost. Oh. And that, yep. So. I didn't know he was in that. Mm-hmm. So, those are, those are just like, you know... Some of my yeah, those those touch my heart in every way, shape, and form. And it's probably just growing up with Disney shit like that. But is Jason Schwartzman in it, or am I thinking of somebody else? You're thinking of somebody else. I know exactly. You're thinking of his elf, the head elf. Yeah. And I can't remember his fucking name for the life of me. But <laughs> why am I thinking that's Jason? Because it looks like Jason Schwartzman. I'm thinking of it in my mind too. <laughs> but uh, what else? Yeah, I couldn't say more about those movies. And just like he said, Tim Allen, he's a fucking treasure. He was yeah. from he's he's from my childhood. You know, political beliefs aside, I think, you know, with him, I just I love I love me some Tim Allen. From home improvement to fucking the Santa Clauses to any other Disney movie he he's did been another in. One, Old Cr- Dogs Mr. Cr- or the Cranks or something like that. Yeah, Christmas with the Cranks. That was actually good too. Like I feel like movies are not as strong suit but television is. You know, but you know, he does make movies on... Or he makes money on movies. I mean, Wild Hogs, you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, Wild Hogs was good. Jungle to Jungle. Jungle, <laughs> jungle to Jungle. That's a great hey, fucking movie. I remember he did that, like, he did that movie, uh, what's it called, like, Rags to Riches or something like that? Or For Richer, Poorer. I didn't like that movie at all. That was a 90s movie. When he hmm. tries to do, like, semi-serious roles, I just can't take him seriously. I think it's just him as a comedian and seeing him be so unnaturally funny all the time, because... If you go and watch Home Improvement, there's so many little hidden gems of jokes yeah. that are just, you don't even fucking catch the first time. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I love Home Improvement, dude. He's so fucking funny. Unnaturally funny is what it is. Like, he really is. I don't know what it is about Tim Allen, but yeah. He's America's dad. He really is. You said that about... Um... I, I said that... Yeah, I did. I did. I, who did I say that about? I said that about another dad. John Goodman. Yeah, he's America's dad too, dude. John Goodman's America's dad, especially if you grew up with Roseanne. You know, there's a few American dads. You know, the all the you know, all around just good old American dad. I can't think of any other TV shows with good uh, good dads on there. Can you? TV shows? Yeah, where you just have that good old dad. Um, Malcolm in the Middle. Brian Cranston. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, he's America's dad. Okay. Um, that's a good one. I haven't watched that in a long time. Well, you got another one? Yeah. No, I can't think of any more either. But yeah, fucking Brian Cranston. He uh, was in an episode of X Files that I just watched. Really? He's everywhere in the nineties. Honestly, he was on a lot of TV. He was just getting where he could, where he yeah. could just fit in, and that's what makes him so great. Is like. Oh, he was so he good. Knew, he knew how, like, he just knew, like, he was going to get somewhere. He had to feel it in his bones because he was doing so much as random TV episodes here and there back in the 90s. And then, like, you know, he, he hit Knock'em in the Middle. Then after that, he hit fucking Breaking Bad. Now, 
I'll say this. I'll probably get fucking shunned for it. I've never watched Breaking Bad. I've gotten through two episodes. I don't give a fuck. It's... I don't care. I don't care. I know you care. You've watched it, I mean, it's good. Yeah. Like, I can't can't get past the first scene of, like, homeboy fucking his wife and just drenching sweat and coughing up a fucking lung, you know? I just can't get over it. I don't know. And then his paraplegic son, I just... I don't know. I don't catch the story tie-ins. I'm sure it only gets better in time, you know? I think the best part that I ever watched of that of that television show was the um, when they killed a dude and they were slowly killing him and they and it was mentally fucking with him and then like he ended up dying I think and they put him in citric acid in a bath. And I, is it citric acid I'm thinking about? Some sort of some sort. I feel like citric means it's like in fucking candy. So they put him in some sort of acid and then like he ended up uh, going right through the fucking tub in his house. And that just made me laugh. And I was like, man, you guys are just fucking up every which way from Sunday. So. It's a good it's a good show. should watch it. I might. I might. I got, I got a lot of shows I want to get into. I want to get back into Everybody Loves Raymond. That's a good show. I just love TV. So I was watching that recently. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not for you? It's okay. It just doesn't hold up. It's his brother that sells me every time. I, he's the best part. Yeah, he's, the, he's literally the best well, part of and, the fucking and, show. And I love his dad as well. Oh, yes. I can't think of his fucking name right now. Um, he's in... He's in Young Frankenstein, which is awesome. A Mel Brooks uh, movie. Nice. He played Frankenstein, and it was fucking awesome. I can't think of his name, and it's so shitty because he's yeah. such a good actor. But, yeah. I, but if yeah, you know, it's I'm... it's Raymond's dad, so... Ray Romano does not, uh, does not cut it for me. He has his moments for me in the show. He just doesn't sell me as strong as his brother does or his dad. It's, or his it's mom. It's very like... Um, it's like it's like a tamer Seinfeld style comedy. And not as smart. I wish I got into Seinfeld. I wish I did. Seinfeld is apparently gold. Sarcasm gold, you know. It is. So, I've seen a couple. I've seen the Soup Nazi episode. You know, all the famous episodes and shit. But I never really Have got you? into it. Hmm? Have you? Yeah. I've seen the Snoop op- uh, Soup Nazi episode. Snoop Dogg episode? No. Soup- <laughs> You're fucking me all up. The Soup Nazi episode. God damn it. <laughs> it's a good show. Yes. Now, going back, I think we're on number five of the Christmas movies. My last time. one yeah. is the Claymation Rudolph movie is that your top like your numero uno or is that like just no. top on the five and that's, that's like the last one in my five okay what makes you like the claymation of that one too much is it just nostalgia and I, love it. For no, you? I just love the style of it it's very old it's like 75 older i mm-hmm. think it might yeah it definitely might um, be older is it just how it looks for you that, yeah that it, you? it just looks and it, it's so cool i, I love it. that and i mean what's the name heat miser was that who it was? I think so. The guy that was just a dick trying to burn yeah. down fucking... Yeah. Yeah. Probably. It's been so long since I've seen that. Yeah, all of the Claymation uh, old Christmas movies are great, honestly. Right. And I do have to give a honorable mention to... What you got? Um, Charlie Brown's Christmas. Okay. Um, I've only seen it once or twice, and I don't remember much about it, but... Same. I do enjoy it. I do, too. I very much enjoy uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas. I never really got into it much. I, I love the Snoopy dance, you know, all that stuff. But I never really got into um, Peanuts nearly as much as probably our parents or things of that nature where it kind of started was. So. Yeah, true. 
I do have a Christmas ornament that is um, Snoopy on his doghouse. Okay. That's pretty on dope. On skis. Like he's on skis just laying down on his doghouse? No, the doghouse is on skis and he's on oh, the Oh, shit. That's pretty fucking yeah, dope. Yeah, it's, cool, it's a cool ornament. ornament. Now, I'll have to say for my top five, going into the claymation and all that, I go with anything Christmas TV special. That's my top five. I don't know what that means. You, are you serious? Christmas TV specials. Oh, like from TV shows? Yeah, like whether it be Family Guy, fucking Ally McBeal, fucking, I don't know, Supernatural, whatever the situation. You're naming none of the shows I would think about. Like, that would have a Christmas special? Well, some of them do. Supernatural's had Christmas specials. Ally McBeal had Christmas specials. I'm sure Malcolm in the Middle had a Christmas special. Anybody that had that Christmas episode, whether they were getting a tree or doing that some... That 70s show had a Christmas episode. They, they had quite a few Christmas episodes, actually. Every every season. Every right. season. So, that's I love those. And same, same with um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine has a Christmas see, episode. See, I, I never watched their, that show. So. You, I've heard I've heard it's amazing. It really Yeah, I've heard I it's really good. Really, I think you would really like it. I like Andy Sandberg. I like I, Terry Crews. I Cruz. didn't think I was going to like it when I first started watching it, but mm-hmm. then... It just got to you? Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker, huh? I love it, actually. I'll have to uh, check that one out. But yeah, anything like that. I just love, I love seeing, like, okay. When it comes to TV and movies, I unnaturally love both of those very much. The reason because it's just like when you watch stand-up comedy. If you're having a shitty day, shitty week, shitty life, that hour and a half can get you out of all of that stress. Whether it be stand-up comedy, a movie, or television. What I feel with television is, is television, if you love a TV show enough, you'll come back to it, right? So that's what I feel with Christmas episodes. If you love an episode, or if you love Christmas, you're going to come back to that, essentially, because it's that nostalgia purpose that you're looking for. And I feel that I get that with either a Christmas movie, Christmas TV specials, whatever the situation might be. So it just depends on where you find your jolly. Your jolly. Your jolly. Love it. Thank you. So, that's all I got on that one. Yeah, that's it. That's all my list, man. Well, shit. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We love you. Appreciate you staying here till episode nine. You got anything? Anything else you want to say? Like we can edit that part out if you got more to talk about. I don't know. No. Because I ain't got much more. Christmas has been talked about, son. Hook, line, and sinker, dog. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. All right. Well, then, all right. What about you guys? Anything that we talked about today um, that you guys want to mention, leave us a comment uh, down below. Your favorite movie, your favorite snack. Something favorite we forgot memory, about. Favorite favorite gift. Anything Christmas-related at all. I would love to hear Christmas stories from our fans. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody. Drop them. We'll, we'll make sure to reply to you guys. So, um Enjoy your guys' Christmas. Holidays, however you celebrate. If it's not Christmas. Right. Much love to you in any way, shape, or form that you celebrate. We appreciate you listening. Make sure to be safe out there. Uh, If you're driving, if you're going anywhere. Um, Don't drink too much eggnog. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't get fucked up. If you're hanging out with your family, make sure to be safe. Um, And, you know, it's a tricky time with COVID and all of that, but... 
just be smart. That's all we can really say. Also, just a side note, last thing, and not even trying to get into a sad or shitty rant. This is a hard time for people, too. So, you know, whether you have family, loved ones that you know need to be reached out, whether it's because, you know, they're alone, they have some kind of, you know, mental issue, anything that's going on, definitely reach out to family that you know is alone. Give them love, hugs, regardless they want to come with you or not, be with you. Make sure they're not forgotten. This is a hard time, regardless. It's a fun time, too. So and You never know who's going through what. So You really don't. So much love to anybody that's going through something. And reach out to us. I'll talk to you. Absolutely. I ain't got no friends. He's lying. <laughs> anyway, much love to you guys. Much love. Thank you so much. Thank have you, a, Have a happy new year. And we'll see you guys on the first with a brand new episode. Hopefully in video format as well. So take care, guys. Right.